Hi, I'm Melissa. And I'm Amber. And you're listening to the AM Podcast. So, since Mother's Day is coming up soon, we thought it would be nice to discuss a movie related to that theme this month. So, this week we give our thoughts on the 2019 South Korean comedy film, Rosebud. So, we're going to start with a short synopsis before heading into um, our thoughts about the movie itself. Um, so, this for the synopsis, um, set between the late 1970s and present day, the story follows a woman named Hong Jan Mi who dreams to become a singer. Her dreams are pushed aside to make way for those of her child. But what if fate decided to step in and change that? Chang Mi was a woman with many dreams. Working in a local factory, she never thought she'd have a chance to live those dreams. But fate had other plans. Suddenly given the chance to train as a singer, Chang Mi finds herself swept up into a world of dreams. So, like, I would say at this part of the movie, it's, like, when she got discovered, it was really random because she was working at this bar. I think it was an illegal bar because um, the police come in later. Um, but she was just trying to, like, calm down the people at the bar because the singer that was supposed to be there wasn't on time or got, like, double booked or something. And so everybody was getting upset people like got on stage and started singing and so she just sung her own little song that she was writing at her factory job and um and it worked and I love how in the scene even though she wrote it like the band was on point they just like jumped in right away to help and I just thought that was like so cute um so they definitely didn't miss a beat but um after she performs, well, okay, mm, I feel like I could give some background on this part. So, like, before she went on stage, she was like, oh, I'm tired of these people being on stage and just causing a ruckus. And she, like, threw her pencil out of her hair and just, like, threw it. And it landed on a character that we find out soon is, like, her boyfriend. Um, <laughs> that's going to be her boyfriend, shall I say. And she, like, the pencil lands on him. Um, his name's Myungwa. And, like, later on, when police come to, like, raid the bar and they're talking, he just, like, asks her out on a date. And it's so cute. And um, I could all I could think at that moment was, like, wow. I wish things were that easy nowadays. They just, you know, they just, he just asked her. Nowadays, there's just so much to do. And I was like, what in the world? That's crazy. But then, yeah. So... I thought that scene was a little cute. Um, also, um, when she finally like went to the lady, because the lady gave her a card, and so she went to go meet her and all that good stuff. And she met someone, this guy that was going to be her partner, Sunchul. And it's crazy because he fell so hard for her, like so hard, like to to the day that they were adults. He would, he still loved that girl. And it's so crazy because he had her back and he felt so hard. But when they were younger, he felt hard for her and he wrote her a song. And I was like, oh, you wrote your song. But it was really sad because she couldn't reciprocate his feelings because she was with Myungwon. And at that time, he like walked in. I feel like I'm telling you guys the whole movie, whatever. That time he like overheard her and Sun Chul speaking to each other. 
And then he decided not even to listen to her, not even see her out. And he was just like, I don't, I don't want to talk to you. I'm going to the United States. So messed up. Yeah, I agree that the um the way that she was discovered was kind of random, but and actually now that I'm thinking about it, I thought it was kind of weird how like the band was able to jump in with her on a song that she wrote. Right. Unless they maybe they practiced it before. I don't know, but but she looked but I mean it made sense that she was selected, I guess, or discovered. Um, because she looked comfortable on stage and she looked like she could be a star. Um but um but I mean people get I guess when I was think when I was um thinking about it, I mean people get discovered in strange ways like all the time, I feel like. So I don't know. I mean so yeah, um but anyways, um I I mean I don't know, I didn't think it was strange or like I mean I guess nowadays I mean I guess I guess I feel like don't people just like meet like because you were saying how oh I wish it could be so easy to for people to meet the way that or like I guess the way that Myung Kwan and Chung Mi did but I feel like don't nowadays I mean I guess nowadays things can be complicated but I mean it still happens where people like meet each other and bars and so it felt kind of similar I mean it didn't seem like it was like an unexpected way to or unconventional way to meet um the part that I thought was cute was during the police raid where she was because this whole the whole time she was kind of like oh no I don't want to go out with you or whatever whatever but then during the police raid and they were stuck behind in that little corner or whatever by themselves and she and I thought it was cute how he basically gave her his ID like as a way like you're gonna meet up with me anyways like even if you don't want to like go out with me you have to give me my ID back so I thought that was cute mm-hmm. um I thought that was different like you don't that's that's something that I mean I don't know I guess I've never heard of people like doing that like oh you're gonna meet me like I'm gonna purposefully, purposely give you of something of mine, and you have to, so that you have to see me again. So I thought that was cute, um, and I really liked—I don't know—I felt kind of bad for Young Kwan throughout the. I thought he was a cute like character. I thought he was like sweet. So, but I don't know. Anyways, let's let's talk about them later. But in anyways, but like, and I thought their whole relationship was kind of like very wholesomely cute Mm -hmm. um especially like the rain part and like you see them kind of falling in love like this the whole young love part was like really cute in the beginning um uh I didn't even realize I didn't so I I mean later on I saw that Sun Cho like definitely liked her but Mm -hmm. to me it felt like it was later on in the movie and not like an instant um, like it didn't feel like it was an instant like attraction, but obviously you know we saw that he liked him. He liked sorry that he liked her when he like wrote a song for her, and he was and when he found out that she had a boyfriend, he was like visibly like jealous. Um, but just in general, I thought the idea of them like as a duo was like a really cute idea, especially like during the seventies, and and I just thought that was that like. <sighs> they would have been they they probably would have like become bigger if had not 
what what happened to her had happened, if that makes sense. If she hadn't gotten pregnant, <laughs> which we'll talk about later, <laughs> then I could have seen them getting bigger as a group. And um, I agree with you that, you know, he was, I mean, obviously he was, we see that he's there for um, Changmi and her daughter throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm really glad she had that support system um, and someone to lean on because um, she went through a lot. So, which I guess we'll also talk about. <laughs> but, okay. So, turning those dreams into reality, Changmi thought life couldn't get any better, but life doesn't always go as planned. Pregnant and alone, Changmi gives up her dreams of becoming a singer. Um, so in this piece where we find out that she's pregnant and, um, and so the director or I guess we should be like the CEO, I guess the CEO of the record label or whatever you want to call her, the owner, y'all get where I'm trying to go with this. Um, she like, she, she wanted her to get rid of her baby because she felt like she invested so much money and the duo that she needed to like get rid of it and then she tried to like beat her up to to get rid of the child and I was like uh ma'am no that's not right what are you doing and but luckily in that time see this why Sunshul is my man that's why I like him throughout the whole movie he came in and saved her and he was like, go, run away. And so she ran away. But, like, also, it kind of sucked because he went to the dad. Um, um, what's the guy's name? Um, Myung, Myung-Wa was the dad, but he had left. But he was leaving. Wait. Yeah, he was leaving to go to the United States. And he, when he left, like, what I had talked about previously, he had left. And she didn't even get a chance to tell him. So that sucked. So, yeah, I also agree. You know, it just made me think about, like, how this situation made me think about how crazy, like, and unfair her whole situation was when she Mm -hmm. was kicked out of the company. Because I feel like nowadays, there's so many singers and whatever that have kids and, like, their lives, they still, like, go on. Like, there are people, like, in the music industry, at least at least in the Western. I think it's different. I don't think I've, I've seen, I think it might be different in, like the k-pop korean like music industry but at least in the western industry there's so many there's so many young women that are in the music industry that are mothers and they're in there they're still you know singing they're still performing they're still like living their lives and it just made me so upset watching this i was like really and it made me upset watching her struggle after she had her daughter mm-hmm. anyways that was just one thing i was thinking i was like this is so crazy like really you want her to get abortion but those were also different times I guess and like I said I think that their industry is just different than here um but I don't know I feel like maybe here might have been I think it's just different times um and optics maybe so something that I was just thinking about during this part too but yeah I also hated that she was kicked out of the company um and I and I might have missed something but it's kind of I feel like Myung-Kwan was it was kind of a cowardly way as to like how he left mm-hmm. like because 
you know, because I remember the one scene he was, you know, his him and his father were talking, and he was like basically sticking up for her, saying, you know, don't talk bad about her, da 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 da. And his father's like, no, you're going to the U.S. and da 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 da. And I thought, so he left. Anyways, I might have missed something. But all of a sudden, all I saw was him studying at his desk. And he got the ticket or something like that. And anyways, he ended up going to the U.S. Did he even tell her that she, he was going to the U.S.? Or did he just go to the U.S.? No, he was going to tell her that day when he walked in on her and um, Sunchil having that conversation after he had wrote her the... No, it wasn't after he wrote it. It was it after? It wasn't after he tried to give her CPR. I don't know. I can't remember. But there was a moment when Sunchul and um and her were sitting there having like a conversation and it looked like I don't know, it was like extra friendly or like it, well, mm. the the scene that he walked in on made it look like they had like something romantic going on and so i guess he thought that like she was cheating on him or whatever and then so he just kind of left well he hmm. didn't leave he kind of like talked to her they got in an argument at oh. the house and then he left so he just never said he was leaving she he just like straight up disappeared oh like a loser okay so then i agree i still agree <laughs> with what i said <laughs> it was cowardly as to how he left Okay, but <laughs> call that part because I was trying to sit here like, did he actually tell her? Anyways, so, but so, but but it was also kind of like expected, like the way that he just decided to leave. Looking at his father, was like I, I feel like, especially like I don't know, I just feel like in dramas or, I feel like the the and, and he seems like such a like a like a, a bit a bit of a, like a, a blah, 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 sorry, a bit mm-hmm. of a goody two shoes. Mm-hmm. He gave me that kind of vibe from the beginning, but. I don't know, but anyways, um, so, like I, I may have said this earlier, so, but I was really rooting for her when she still tried to become a singer, even with her daughter, having a young child, her daughter, um, and no one to help her look after, help look after her child, because at first I was thinking, like, I was sitting here thinking, like, um, well, maybe, um, Soon Cho, could have helped to look after look after her but at the same time it seemed like he was also acting as like her um manager so maybe that wouldn't have worked out mm-hmm. but um i don't know I just feel like i just feel like they could have like they could have done something i mean she was still she still it seemed like the um when they were when she was older it seemed like she was still friends with um a lot of the the, the women that she worked in the factory with so yeah. I was thinking, like, why couldn't they look after her? Like, I don't know. Just the whole, like, her growing up and the daughter growing up and her kind of, like, trying to be in the spotlight and not having that, like, support at home in order for her to do what she wanted to do was kind of sad and a little bit frustrating. But I don't know. That was, those just my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like she could have made it work, but it's okay. But anyways, letting go of her old life, Changmi dedicated her entire life to raising her daughter, Hyunna. As the years pass, Changmi finds she's content living a new dream. Willing to let go of the past, Changmi tries to move on, but the past won't let go without a fight. So, like, 
kind of like what you were talking about before when she was still trying to like um do like the singing thing i i agree with you i also want to say that but also when she like finally completely removed herself from it it was just crazy because the people that she was in the factory with she ended up like selling juice machines with and you could tell it wasn't something that i mean i guess she was making money to survive but it wasn't enough where she could like truly live and give her daughter everything like they were living in a basement i mean i guess there's not there's nothing wrong with living in a basement apartment but in the scene you see there's like a scene where like it's raining and it starts flooding and then like the whole place just gets destroyed and it's just like it's crazy how like she just kept like this she had this spirit about her that really made her focus on Hyuna and she never let anything get her down or get in the way because she always wanted to make sure her daughter was okay. And I thought that was really cool throughout this whole like um, movie. And um, But when someone at her job where they were doing the um, selling juices, which she like meets up with her again and she's like, telling her to like come join her at this new job and all this stuff she like jumped on her right away and then like also in this time it's just like she met um Yongwon like somehow pops back in her life again and then she doesn't want any help even though he's like trying to help her and trying to do this and that and like she just doesn't want anything to do. And she's like, I'm okay. Like all these years, I didn't have you so I can do my own thing. And so I really like that. And so it just kind of showed that like, she's really dedicated to being a mom, like a good mom and she'll do whatever. I mean, it kind of made her a little bit naive. Um, when we talk about this, like later in the episode, we're going to tell about like something, something that happened and you'd be like, Ooh, Ooh, girl, I wish I, I wish you would have seen that, but it's okay. It's all right. She'll do fine. But yeah, that's all I wanted to say. It's just like, I don't know, but she has a great support system. That has nothing to do with what I just said, but she just felt like she has a great support system around her. Like, even her friends are still her friends. She just must have been, like, a great person or something. But anyways, I'm rambling. I'm done. Go ahead, Melissa. Suddenly confronted by old flames and forgotten dreams, Changmi is forced to reveal the truth about her hidden past and accept that some dreams never die. Like you were saying earlier, um, she meaning Changmi ends up meeting Myungkwan again by chance um, and he did start to help her out um, in various situations such as when her house was flooded in during the rainstorm um, she sent Hyanna to, to his house for him to take care of her so that she wouldn't have to stay in the shelter um, and so that was you know good on him you know it's really seemed like he wanted to become a father to Kiana and I'm also glad that well I guess I don't think I expected him to be I, I was glad that he didn't like make a big deal out of it like oh how dare you you know keep my daughter from me or whatever he was just he was just like you know whatever you need whatever you want or whatever like he never really asked her questions necessarily and he mm-hmm. just really wanted to be a father to Kenna so I appreciated that um I don't know why I appreciate that <laughs> some some man would have been like ugh why do you do that or like oh I don't I don't want it like you've taken care of her all these years so why do I need help but yeah but yeah. I don't know it doesn't seem like that would be in his character anyway so yeah, he's, he was a really nice, like, guy. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure that if she had said something earlier, I mean, she had her own reasons and first not telling him. I mean, I guess she didn't tell him because he was in the U.S. anyway. So what what would have been the difference? Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure, like, if he had said something, if she had said something to him earlier, he would have been willing to help her out. Um, so anyway, so I thought that was that was a, a it was an interesting, like, reunion sort of between the three of them. And towards the end of the movie. But anyways. um, And. It was also kind of frustrating. Like this. The storyline for this movie was a little bit frustrating for me. Because it was like right when it seemed that. Everything was looking up for them. She got a new job with the finance. You know I thought it was shady. When she (laughs) met with the people. She was like I don't know anything about finance. Is that okay? He was like yeah yeah we'll teach you everything. I was like huh? <laughs> it's not like she's like a college intern or whatever, like learning finance. Like she is a grown woman who's had like years of experience of like working, and you're gonna teach her what? I don't. Know, I thought it was weird. And then you said red flag her, number one. Yeah, and then like knowing her, her background and the lady who used to work with her, like knowing their background, they don't have a background in like finance, right? So. I thought that was sketchy from the beginning. I was like, huh, okay, maybe it's just, it's the 80s or 90s, early 90s. Maybe things were different back then. I don't know. <laughs> but I felt so bad for her because, you know, she started getting a new job. She started, she, they just moved into a really nice apartment. And comes to find out, she gets caught up in this Ponzi scheme thing. And uh, it was it was very frustrating as a viewer because it's like she couldn't catch a break. Um and it made it made me so sad because when things you know went south, you know, with the Korean economy, people were coming straight to her apartment, blaming her for something that she didn't even know. Like she didn't know this was like going on. Like this was something that illegal. So that she was doing something that was illegal, essentially, mm-hmm. right? And so it's just it was just so frustrating watching it because it was just like she didn't know. Why are y'all blaming her? Why are y'all going after her? I mean, I don't know. It's just, it was just annoying. And she had to go to jail, and it was just a big thing. It was just, it was like, wow. Like, she can't, like, like it was, like, the only good thing that happened to her throughout this whole movie was her daughter. It was yeah. so annoying. Because <laughs> it's like, why can't she have a win, like, by herself? Like, why can't she just have a personal win? Like, why couldn't they just live in the apartment and with her new, brand new job, making her with her making enough money to support them both and let that be that why can't she be happy like why do women have to suffer in movies like why why do they have to suffer in life anyways <laughs> but that was and, and it was so sad it was so sad when her friend died mm-hmm. oh my goodness like that was just broke because like and then it made it, it just it probably made her feel like terrible because her friend was like you know, I use my retirement savings, my something else, mortgage loan or something like that. Mm-hmm. She invested all that money. She was like, oh, I, I can't. I know it wasn't your fault, but I can't help but hate you. Next thing we know, she's dead. Like, it was just a lot. It was a lot. And I was sitting here, like, just sitting here, like, frustrated. Because I was like, wow. She has to go through all of this. This is, like, her second time going to jail. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's all I had to say. <laughs> <laughs> Well, first of all, I want to say, like, I agree. Like, the whole movie, her biggest win was her daughter. But I also feel like that's the whole point of the movie. (laughs) Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, 
parents like they have their own accomplishments but I feel like I've often heard mothers say like oh yeah you're like my greatest achievement in life or like you're you're special and you know what I'm saying it like this I'm not a mom so I don't know how moms feel but I guess that's how they feel because I've heard like in shows and just like in general in life you hear people like you you know you hear moms say that you also hear dads but you know right here is a mom right now we're talking about in a movie so I guess I guess I get it but like yeah I was rooting for a win Melissa I I wanted her to get this job and live a fancy life and just do her thing because she was killing it and the job she was killing she was so determined and I guess her prime motivator was her daughter but I mean like like we've been saying with the summary her life was surrounded by her daughter when she was born um and I wonder if that's because she like fought so hard to like have her because you know they wanted her to not have like Mm. her company wanted her not to have it and then like we don't see the crazy thing about this like you don't really see all the struggles she goes through as a mom through life you kind of like see her when she's younger then all of a sudden like she's an adult and so (laughs) I'm guessing there was like more struggles in there so maybe she's just like you know she fought so hard so yeah I agree the biggest one it just seemed like it was her daughter um but I also agree that her friend dying was like a tough moment because she was just there like feeding her daughter food and then you thought you you thought she was gonna be okay because even um Jong Mi was like, I'm sorry, but I will make it up to you. Like, and you could tell that was like her really close friend. I feel like if any if she helped anybody else, if she did anything to repay someone, it was gonna be her friend. And so it was just really sad to find out that she, you know, killed herself. So that really sucks. Another thing I agree with you about is that <laughs> that I just agree with you, Melissa. Is that I mean her like her job, like she like I said, she was killing it and she's just like she's just a, a mom trying to make her on her own and then everything just went left and it it just sucks because like not even just then, but like I just feel like in life in general, you always hear stories about people getting caught up in pyramid schemes every day. And so I think I just kind of like understood because I know it wasn't just something that was in a movie that's like, like that happens in real life and people get caught up like that. And they're like unknowing participants. Like Mm -hmm. they, it happens without them knowing it until something goes down and then they have to pay the price for it. Like the, the moment when the guy, I guess he was a detective or a police officer when he had to explain to the women like exactly what their role was and how they were part of the pyramid scheme because they didn't understand they were like what did what did we do wrong we were only like doing our job and he was like you guys you guys were the middlemen and so you are going to get in trouble for this and so I don't know it was just it's crazy um also when those people came to her I have so much to say there was this end the end of the movie was just a lot okay you guys it was a lot just bear with me bear with me (laughs) but also when the people came and went through her house I was so nervous no went through her house yeah and 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 when they came to her home at the end of the movie like, I was very nervous that Hyuna was going to, like, see them. Like, especially, I thought she was going to come home when they were raiding through her house. They were asking her to, like, 
you need to take responsibility for this. Like, what are you, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And I guess you have mentioned that you don't know why they, I think you said you don't know why they came or why they were trying to blame her. Yeah. Why they were trying to, I didn't know why they were trying, why they were blaming her um, when she didn't even know what was going on. Yeah. I think, I think in that moment, I guess just like as human beings, you want to look for someone to blame. And the only person to blame was her because they feel like if you go and mess with my money, then you need to know what you were doing. And so maybe they felt that way. Yeah, so that's, that's how they probably felt. And then, like, the timing at the end when Hyuna was going to um, the U.S. with Myung Hwan um, because Jungmi asked him to take her because she knew that she was in trouble and she was going to mm-hmm. go to jail. And, like, she just didn't want her daughter again all about her daughter because she was like I don't care what happens to me I can go to jail for the rest of my life but I don't want my daughter to see me go to jail and have to live with that and knowing Hyuna the way she was I really feel like she would have tried to stay with her mom and like wait and like fight it out with her because she even though sometimes she was acting like a brat but like she was a teenager that's how you know that's how teenagers are um I still feel like she really loved her mom and so she would have she would have tried to stay and so I don't know. And at the end, when she was like turning the corner, I really thought she was going to look through the window and see her mom getting tugged by all these people because they're so angry. But yeah, um, that was a lot to say. But you guys, like Melissa said, there's just a lot that happened. So, <laughs> yeah, those are those are my little thoughts on that last little bit of the movie. Okay, I'm done. Okay, Melissa, go ahead. Um. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. The like, like you said, Amber. There was there was a lot that happened in the latter part, the the end of the movie. Um. So, in terms of our um additional um or overall thoughts about the movie, because that's basically the movie. Um. I I did like. Okay. I mean, I guess because, you know, I'm not a mother either. So maybe I'm just a bit biased because it's like, uh, like, I feel like women, I feel like they're not, they have more than one, like, the, like we have more than one, like, role, like, I guess, in our lives. Like, yes, mm-hmm. we, I think, but, but I think the primary object, objective of this movie was, like you said, to focus on her as the woman as a mother and her and how she is a mother to her child I guess like I don't know if that makes sense but I feel like okay <laughs> because we have like our identities like as as like women and then we have our identities as like our, a mother or like as a sister or like as of an aunt or whatever and so I guess this movie was her focus was her it was focusing in on her role as a mother and it was just a little bit frustrating because it's like she's more than a mother like she deserves to be happy too and it was just a bit frustrating watching her sacrifice make all of these sacrifices you know sleeping in the shelter being doing all of this work just to conceal the fact that she was in trouble for being involved in the scheme you know she and like she did all of these like you know like her timing you know like her daughter going down the elevator with the people and the people coming up and so that they wouldn't see um her being I guess wouldn't see all the craziness I guess that was going on at, at the end of the movie like she just went did all this work made all these sacrifices and it's just like why 
why why does her life have to be so hard (sighs) I don't know but anyways um that was one thought I guess I had because I was just sitting here like wow this is a lot like it was makes me kind of not want to be a mother I don't know but like (laughs) am I gonna have to go through all of this this was a different time I guess I feel like now women oh go ahead oh no go ahead I was just gonna say I just feel like now like at the time that all this was happening I feel like women really didn't have it's just hard like nowadays it's hard for women to like be a mom and work because some companies still don't take into consideration that being mom is like a second job but um I feel like back in the day it was even harder like I feel like you either had to be like a stay-at-home mom or you were kind of struggling like Johnny was in the and and she didn't have like any formal education either so it just made everything hard I don't but know then, but now I'm just wondering why she never did just take up Sun Cho on his offer of like marrying him or like at least just or taking or like living with them like why did she why did she want to go through this like alone I well I mean technically she wasn't alone because he was there but maybe it's because he she she knew that he actually truly liked her and loved her and he did she didn't want to like lead him on I guess I mean, yeah, I guess, and and once she was like, you know, when he there, because there was a point where I don't think we talked about this yet, but there was a point where he had proposed to her, <laughs> and towards, but this was like twenty years, like, like I'm pretty sure they were all, they were both like older, mm-hmm. and Jiangmi was already like seventeen or whatever, and he proposed to her, and she was like, you know, if this was twenty years ago, I would have said yes. And I was like, why don't you say yes now? I don't understand. But I guess it was um, she didn't want to lead him on, although he had been in love with her for like over twenty years at this point. Yeah. So it's like, is it really leading him on? He already knows that you don't. But he did say when they were fighting, Myung Kwan and Sun Chol, they were when they were I'm going all over the place. There was another point <laughs> where they were fighting over um, when uh, a misunderstanding, I guess, and and they were in front of a police station. Um, and he was saying, and Sun Chol was like, yes, she never gave me a chance because of you. Um, maybe he was thinking that since technically Myung Kwan and Chang Mi were no longer like an item, that maybe she would want to marry him now that it seemed now that it now that it that it seems that she's not going to like be in a relationship or anything with him. Um mm-hmm. But she still said no. <laughs> so, I don't know. Okay, well, I was just wondering about that. So, but outside of that, um, I did like how the ending of the movie was kind of like a full circle moment. Because even though Changmi never truly achieved her, well, she never did. She never did really achieve her dreams of becoming um, like a famous singer. Um, her daughter did become a a respected composer or uh, and a renowned composer um so she was still kind of following in her footsteps as like through music so I thought that was interesting and I thought that and I did think that Shanna was kind of like a really good mixture of her mom uh Jiangmi and her father because um she had this passion for music like her mom 
but she but I feel like huh, maybe it's maybe it's just you know, maybe it's just me but I feel like classical music is kind of can kind of seem a little bit like elitist a little bit mm-hmm. because it's like because her mom did k-pop and so not that there's not you know a specific like there is I don't know I don't want to like down like pop music or whatever but it's just <laughs> different <laughs> it's just different because I mean like I feel like classical music is like something that's like really well like studied and you mm-hmm. like go to school for that and you know I mean I don't know that's just I mean it's just it's just a different level of it's just a different type of music and a different level I feel like whereas k-pop is like or just pop not really into I still like k-pop because that's what her mom did but it's just like pop music it's not as there's I feel like there's not much of a like structure to like the sound and the music necessarily it's just different anyways I'm going on and on about this but I just thought it was interesting so the fact that she chose classical music and was like composing actual music and like, I feel like classical music is something that like I said you like actually study I feel like that part of her is like her father's side almost because her father was like you know really like studious and like well educated and whatever so I thought it was a really good um mix so it was like she had like a passion for music but it was in a refined like educated way so <laughs> anyways um and I thought the ending of the movie was really funny mm-hmm. um when uh so when so when Hyanna came back to Korea and she did her concert and they reunited. Oh my God, that was a beautiful moment also. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was a beautiful moment. But, and then they, so anyways, and so I think they're probably like like on a beach somewhere. Like, I think her mom is like, I wasn't quite sure where she was at the end, but it seemed like they have some sort of um, lodge or something mm-hmm. where people are like bed and breakfast by the beach or something. And so anyway, so I like the part when they, when there were, she was painting the house, um, Hyanna, and then the two young guys came up, um, and they were, and she tripped, and she got, <laughs> and she got caught by one of them, and her mom was like, no, because it was just funny, because, you know, because it was almost like she was about to be in, like, a, I don't know what it's called, is it, like, a, is it a, a triangle relationship, or a mm-hmm. three-way relationship? It's a triangle. A love triangle. Love triangle. I was trying to think of it. I don't want to say three-way. No. It's a love triangle. Love triangle. I was like, is it a triangle relationship? Anyways, okay. So it's, it's funny because we see her about to fall into the same... What did you call it? Love triangle? Love triangle. I was about to say triangle. Okay. Love triangle. Like the same in the same way that her mom did. And she was like, no, don't do it. <laughs> so that was funny. That was all. I think that was, that was all. Oh. I think those were all my additional and like overall thoughts. So that was kind of a lot. But anyways, okay. I want to say, no, that last little part was like really cute. And I thought it was cool that um, they decided to use the same actors as her two love interests from like the the actors from when Jongmi was younger like those two so I thought it was like really cute but of course they're like more modernized or whatever but I was <laughs> like hmm I want to see what's gonna happen here <laughs> um but I agree with you the moment when they reunited um Hyuna and Jongmi like I was like oh because to the same like old neighborhood like where they're not the one where she moved to but like the basement apartment like straight like went all the way back to that area and I thought it was just so crazy like fate really stepped in and was like 
um, it's time for y'all to meet each other. And it was crazy because Kiana came back and was like, I really would like to find my mom. I really want to, like, I hope she hears this and reaches out to me. And so it's just crazy they found each other. And, yeah, it was just so cute. I don't know. I don't even know. Honestly, my whole thing, my whole qu- my, ma- my main question was, why did she think Yana wouldn't want to talk to her anymore? Or why wouldn't she just, like, reach out? Because, like, I if I was Yana, I would want my mom to reach out to me. Like, like just think, like, you you go to the United States and all of a sudden your mom doesn't talk to you no more? Like, what yeah. in the world? After she raised you, your, like, basically your entire life at that moment. And so it's just like, why? Why would you do that? I mean, I get it. But, like, I don't get it because, like, you love your daughter so much. So, like, why wouldn't you say something or reach out to her or anything? But, yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, go ahead. I, know, I was going to say, like, I, but um, I guess it's because she, there was a part where she, where um, Sun Troll was like, are you not, like, are you still, do you still think you're, like, a burden to her? So I, I thought maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. Um, he was talking to Jang Mi, Jang Mi. Um, and I guess because you know she went to jail, and maybe she thought maybe Kenna would be embarrassed about her. Um, so I don't know. I guess that's that's what I figured. Maybe it was more like the embarrassment. She didn't want to embarrass Kenna, um, in front of all these people. Like I don't know. Well, yeah, because like because she 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 won like a international contest and maybe she was thinking about you know if people what would people think if they knew like who your mother like really was and maybe she thought it was easier um to stay away from her or to not, not let people know but obviously Hannah didn't care because you see them at the end yeah um hanging out mm-hmm. but yeah I think I think this movie I think it's a good movie overall though like it's a nice like mother movie I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> that you could watch um yeah I think I think I don't know this movie made me think about how like uh how it's crazy that like a mother will like do anything to make sure their child is like provided for and also that they don't see like the struggle that they're going through because there was a lot of times where she was struggling but Kiana didn't know and so yeah she was trying to keep everything a secret from her um so yeah do you have anything else to say um, no, I thought it was a really good movie. It wasn't as, I mean, it was, it's, they call it a comedy, like, type sort of film. And it wasn't mm-hmm. really, there would be, there was some comedic moments in the movie. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't really, like, comedy. I feel like it was more of a drama to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a, it was a good movie. I agree. It's a good, like, mother-daughter type of movie. Um, it was a good movie. I agree. So, um, we've come to the end of the episode. Um, if you guys have watched this, um, please let us know what your thoughts are. You can let us know on um, Instagram and Twitter. The links are in the description. Um, if you like this episode and want to hear more, please subscribe to the podcast. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, and we will talk to you next week.